I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every morning, 9.45 a.m. or around there some days. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, let's talk about Vets Baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the giant bills that our dogs can wrap up. That may be... Jesus criminy, these fucking dogs are expensive. But anyways, let's take a look at some live dates. Coming up this weekend, going to be in Norfolk, Nebraska, opening for Tammy Pescatelli. Over at the district, ticketsrudypovich.com. Go to the website, that's where you're going to find them. January 28th, heading back up to St. Cloud, Minnesota, headlining the Silly Beaver uh, comedy show at Beaver Island Brewing. And then a couple of things sprinkled in in January. Mitchell, South Dakota on New Year's Eve. I can't remember all the other dates. I got to put that shit together. Anyways, just go to rudypovich.com. That's a place to find all of it. Hopefully you guys are having a great day. Uh, yesterday, I, I apologize for being a little late. I got up this morning, got everything together, and then as we were trying to get the podcast up and running, Restream, the platform that we run the show on, was like, fuck you, bud. We got other plans. Don't give a shit what your plans are. It's like, all right, hey, we got to... We gotta, People expect the highest quality when they listen to and or watch this podcast. We can't deliver anything else but. (laughs) That's a lie. That's a lie. Anyways, yeah, go to uh, RudyPovich.com. Really looking forward to that January 28th, St. Cloud, Minnesota, uh, Silly Island, uh, Silly Beaver. uh, Let me fucking try that again. Silly Beaver Comedy at Beaver Island. There we go. That's going to be a great show, man. I know uh, Dontrell Townsend, who is a very funny guy, is in town and going to be on that show with me. So looking forward to it. We'll get you guys all the information as soon as we can. RudyPovich.com. Yesterday, I got back from Dickinson, North Dakota, and I noticed my dog when he jumped out of the car had a little bit of a, a, little bit of a limp in his giddy up. And thought, well, what the hell you got going on, bud? So I take a look, and his nail looks okay. I'm like, he's got something going on with his paw, but I can't quite tell what's happening here. So a day goes by. I wake up the next morning. I look. His paw is completely soaked in blood. And I'm like, ah, God damn it. And it's funny because the dad in you will kick in, and immediately you're not like, oh, my God, I hope my dog is okay. Your first immediate thought is, well, how much is this shit going to cost me? So I tried to get the dog to go outside. Paul was like, not having it. He's like, dude, I don't know if you can tell, but I got a bum wing here. So no chance in hell I'm going to be going outside to do your bidding. So I finally drag him outside. I get him out there. He goes to the bathroom. I bring him back in. He can't even walk on his leg. So yesterday afternoon, I take him to the vet. And it's funny because I drop the vet a line and then send him some pictures and go, so what's up with my dog? And they go, well, the best... The best thing you can do right now is to cut his toenails. I was like, I ain't touching that. He doesn't even let me grab the foot. You guys are pros at this. There's not a chance. So he hobbles himself over to the vehicle. I pick him up. 
all 55 pounds of him, throw him in the vehicle, get him to the vet. The vet, they bring him in back. They take one look. They cut his, they cut his nail. They give him some pain pills. They give him some antibiotics. And uh, the whole tab for everything came to 57 bucks. For now. Of course, they're like, listen, what we really need to do, we cut the nail back a little bit, but really what we need to do is we need to cut it up at the top. And if we do that, then it's anesthesia. And these dogs don't do well when it comes to having to put them under. So I'm guessing it's probably going to be like 1200 bucks to be able to like put the dog under and then cut his nail back. But they're like, we're going to try the $57 approach first. And usually, and that dog is tough as nails. He doesn't complain. He's a good dude. I have a feeling that this will work. I pray to God. Because I remember a joke one time that Seth Meyers had said on Saturday Night Live during the Weekend Update segment, which was, a woman in New York paid $5,000 to have her cat's hip replaced, which is $5,000 more than a new cat. And I started thinking about, what's the limit? What is the limit on that dog? Because for how much we love our animals, they are expendable. Let's all be serious about this. Let's put away any sort of semantics. Let's put away personal feelings. Let's look at this pragmatically. How much is your dog worth? Now, to some people, there is a limitless amount of money. They will sink into their dog as much as it possibly can to make sure their dog lives as long as it possibly can. I, on the other hand... I'm not that dog owner. <laughs> uh, Tara, did it grow into the pad? No, what happened was he cracked it and then licked it and then overdid it, overcompensated with the licking and then ended up tearing it. So that's what happened. So, but after some pain meds and... Some antibiotic. Yesterday, he was feeling pretty goddamn good. That Here's the thing. That dog could be on death's bed, and as soon as he hears the rustle of the treat bag, his ass is moving. He'll be like, hang on, Grim Reaper. The guy who feeds me also has a uh, little peanut butter treat standing in the kitchen, so I'm going to have to put death on hold for just a moment while I get my treat on, and then I'll come back and deal with you later. I have seen that dog sometimes. He's like, I'll take him on a walk. And if you go anything more than seven blocks with that dog, he's like, done. I'm not moving. I'm not. I took him down to the, uh, there was a little cafe that was not too far from my house. And it was just about to close. It was on its last day. And I thought, well, I've enjoyed my time over there. I should take a walk on over and have one last cup of coffee with the dog. So me and Paul take a walk down there. Paul and I, for all you grammar Nazis. And... We got there, and the dog, like, splayed out. All four paws just went out like a goddamn starfish. And he was like, I'm not moving. And I thought, Christ, now I got to get this dog back. So I sat there, gave him a good 45-minute respite. Started walking back. We got two blocks. I mean, we were seven blocks away from the house. We started walking back. We got two blocks in, and he just sat his ass down. He's like, no more, old man. I'm not moving. I'm done. We're done with today. Finally, uh, 45 minutes later, I get him back into the house, and he is done. And he's like splayed out again. It's all four little paws just go shooting out. Goes belly first right into the kitchen floor. 
onto that linoleum because it's nice and cool. And I'm like, he's done for the day. And then I went, no, hang on. Let's, let's see how fast his ass can move. I reach up into the cupboard. I grab that treat bag. The second he hears me crinkle that bag, doosh, speedy goddamn Gonzalez. It's like, you son of a bitch. You're so food motivated. You can definitely tell you come from this family because the second somebody dangles some mashed potatoes or turkey or a goddamn peanut butter treat in front of us, we get our asses moving in this household. Goddamn dog. Anyway, so it wasn't a ton of dough. 57 bucks altogether. And hopefully, he was doing okay this morning. He still had a little bit of a limp, but I think the pain med really helped. And most dogs, they don't, you know, not a big fan of the medicine. Shit, man, that dog. I just stick my hand out with just that one piece of pill and a tiny little treat, and he gobbles it right up. Does not give two shits. Doesn't matter. I, I could have that thing. I could have that thing wrapped in cat hair, and he'd be like, whatever. <laughs> if I can put it in my belly, it's fine. He gets into the every now and again, and we're really good about being able to keep the garbage in the bathroom away from him. But every now and again, he'll get his nose in there. Shit, man. He'll eat toilet paper rolls like little you know the little cardboard roll things at the end of the the toilet paper he'll eat those goddamn things and then three days later comes shitting out it's the crazy he's a trash compactor he's got no morals and it's all he does is eat it's goddamn leaveable hi what's up erica bang how are you uh let's see read a couple of comments here huh shall we uh, Sally, need to borrow the cat stroller to get him home, not on my goddamn dead body. You will have to... The only way you will ever see me pushing a goddamn cat stroller with an animal in it is if somebody weekend at Bernie styles me and props me up in the back end. Animals were made to walk. I don't care which animal you are, you were made to walk. And if you are in an environment that constitutes you being in a stroller with a net over the top so you don't escape, you should not be in that environment. Not doing it. Not happening. Sorry, kids. God damn. I'd have married that woman. I'd have married her. She was perfect. Nine minutes in, has to drop the cat stroller on me, and then that's it. We're done. I, I can't do this with you. I'm sorry. I can't do a cat stroller. We're done. Anyway, <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. So yeah. So anyway, uh, the dog and I, uh, the dog is not traveling with me to Norfolk, Nebraska this week because after I like when he comes with me, as long as it's not too far and it's not too late and I don't have to be up super early the next morning to drive. But the problem is when he's out of his environment, he's, he toss and turns and he snores like a goddamn banshee. I just can't. I can't keep his ass on the bed and then me try to get less than like four or five hours of sleep and then turn around and have to drive six hours. It just doesn't work that way. Sally, every time I see an animal in a stroller, I think of Rudy. I love that story. I'd have married that woman. Swear to God. I never found a more perfect woman in my life. And you can get blinded. You can get blinded. That's why, listen, you got to put all your cards on the table. What would have happened if we would have been together for like six months and I'd have fallen head over heels for this woman and then she just casually drops, she's got a cat stroller. The fact that she brought this up nine seconds in 
this was, I don't believe in the universe, but every once in a while, you got a guardian angel on your back. And that guardian angel is whispering into that woman's ear, drop a cat stroller on this guy. Trust me. Do me a solid. Tell him you got a cat stroller. He's, he's not supposed to be with you. You need to, he needs to run. You're a crazy, <laughs> crazy cat lady disguised as a very pretty, very affable young lady. And that, you, he can't have that in his life. So listen, tell him you got a cat stroller. Just go ahead and drop the fact that you crazily take your cat on walks outside. You put a net over it because the cat can't get out into the wilderness, which means that your cat, by default, should stay the fuck in the goddamn house and not in the fucking cat stroller. Shut the fuck up about everything else and tell him you have a goddamn cat stroller. Oh, yeah, no, I just like to go on walks in the morning, then every now and again, you know, I'll bring the cat with me and I just put him in the stroller. I'm sorry, what now? You got a what here now? What do, you, what do you do? Oh, yeah, no, I just take the cat. We just put him in the stroller. I just take him out on walks. He likes what? You, you, you put, a, put a cat in a stroller? Yeah, he loves it. I just put the little net over the stroller, and then we take a walk, and then he loves it. I, mean, I don't think he loves it as much as you think he does, because if he loved it, you wouldn't have to put a goddamn net over the stroller. You could just let him roam, or he would just stay in the goddamn stroller. The fact that you're holding him captive into this wheeled instrument of death proves <laughs> Danielle, I think that's still one of my favorite stories, Rudy. So damn funny. It's the guy it's so true. I literally walked out of there just going, the second I met her, I was like, yeah, I could do this. I could do this. This is God's way of telling me you are in the right, this is serendipity. You're in the right place at the right time with the right person. I got a cat stroller. What the fuck? Are you kidding me, God? Sally, that gal uh, is with the guy with the cat in the backpack. Now, I, I equally hate that guy too. Put your goddamn cat in the house. That's why, listen, that's why cats are made the way they are. Because you can leave them at home for like four days. Get the automatic feeder and clean out the litter box beforehand, and they are self-sustaining. They don't want to travel. They keep their asses home. Mirica, you could have gotten a matching one for Paul. Maybe that's the sign. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If anything, if, like, if, if one day, heaven forbid, his hind legs kick out from him, we're going doggy wheelchair. Listen. I'm going to go standing outside the fire, Garth Brooks, on that dog. There's not a chance in hell I'm putting him in the goddamn cat stroller. We're going to hook him up with the little, like, you know, with the little rickshaw doggy wheelchair, and he's just going to tote his ass around with his front paws. I'm not doing it. There's no way. Not a chance. And it's funny because as a parent sometimes, I take a little bit. I, can, I don't take heat, but I can definitely tell I get the ire. I get the ire from some of the other parents because my my daughter's school is two blocks away from my house. And I refuse to give her a ride. Refuse. Her entire life is spent basically between the, the temperature of 68 to 74 degrees. Regardless of what time of year and where she's at. Almost always... It is that temperature. 
Our cars are that temperature. Yeah, you might get a little cold when you walk outside every once in a while. And, you know, she is a snowboarder, but she puts herself in that predicament. But everything else is her just being a, a, a byproduct of her environment. And that is everywhere you go has got, if it gets too hot, we get we can cool it down. If it gets too cold, we can warm it up. Cars are like that. Buildings are like that. She never has to go without. I'm not driving you to school. You need to walk your ass there. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. You can call me a dick if you want, but I'm not doing it. And I can tell some of the other parents are like, you know, it's snowing outside. Yep. And she's got boots and pants and it's two blocks. If that's your biggest hardship is walking two blocks in the snow, you got life good, girl. Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it. Ah. Which I don't care if people look at me and think I'm a dick. It does help me like sort of kind of somewhat, you know, remember that my parents kind of did that stuff to me and just go, oh, well, you know, maybe they weren't in the wrong. Maybe they weren't. Although my mom is a little angry at me right now. She's a little upset. Let me see what you guys would have done in this situation. Last night, my mom texts me. She goes, hey, so did you guys get the get the flu and COVID vaccines yet? Now, I hate this conversation. I hate it because, it, it listen, uh, first off, even if I did, it's if, if I did or if I didn't, it's nobody else's business. And I hate this conversation because it always is... I know people put it on the disguise of it's in your it's in my best interest to make sure that you're okay. But I sometimes kind of feel like people do it because either one, uh, they really get off on telling people what to do, or number two, they sort of test it out by seeing what people's you know Am I are is this person aligned with my beliefs as well? Case in point, I was at a uh, we were all out with a bunch of people one night watching a football game. And one of the gals that was at the table looks over at a friend of ours and goes, so uh, after the new, the kids vaccine for the COVID came out and they were like, hey, so wouldn't uh, wouldn't you bring in the kids in to get vaccinated? He's like, I'm not. And it was like dead silent at the table. And I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have said that, dude. And they're like, what do you mean you're not? And he's like, "I'm I'm not getting my kids vaccinated. She was like, why? And he's like, because I don't want to. And she's like, well, you do realize that blah, blah, blah. And he was like, it's not affecting kids. So why should I bring my kids in to get this vaccine? They don't need it. And it turned into a whole thing. And then like he ended up leaving. And it was awful. And I'm like, oh, fucking A, you guys. Just shut up about it. But booze, man. Booze will do it. So my mom drops me a line last night and is like, so you guys getting the flu and COVID vaccine? Or she goes, have you gotten it yet? And I said, no. Ten minutes go by. She says, are you going to? My response was, if I say yes, can we stop talking about it? That was the wrong answer. (laughs) I said it, if I say yes, can we stop talking about it with a little smiley face? Because my mom does this every single season. You guys go out and get that flu. You got to get that flu shot. Got to get the flu shot. If you don't get the flu shot, then the flu's going to take over. You got to get the flu shot. Got to get Got to get your vaccines. Get the vaccines. If you don't, if you don't, then everyone's going to goddamn die of the flu. No, no, no. I'm, listen, I'm going to get a little sick and then we're going to be fine. All right? If I get it or not. I've spent many, many years without it. Sometimes, sometimes people are like, 
did you get the flu vaccine last year? I'm like, yeah, I absolutely got it last year. And then I go f- to get my vaccine, and they're like, well, the last time you were vaccinated was five years ago. And you're like, oh, no shit. I'll be damned. Don't remember that. But anyways, I I said, uh, I said, if I say yes, can we stop talking about it? Then it was silent. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. So I dropped her a line. I'm like, I'm sorry. I was just kidding. Yes, I will eventually, I will definitely get the flu vaccine. Probably not the COVID, but I'll be fine. I will get it. Thank you so much for your concern. No response. I'm like, God damn it. Uh, Now why did I start this whole thing? So, of course, I'm like trying to smooth it over. I'm like, so what day are you coming down for Christmas? No response. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I didn't mean to be a dick. I was just kidding because you ask about it every year and then we give you shit about asking about it and then it turns into a thing and we all laugh about it. I thought that was going to be the case. It was not the case. Finally, by the end of the night, I was like, uh, listen, I'm sorry. I tried to make a joke. It didn't come across that way. I apologize. Yes, I'm going to eventually get the the flu vaccine. I appreciate your outlook. You, you, you are so thoughtful and thank you so much for looking out for us. And that was the end of the night. God damn it. Uh, Mira, I got the COVID because it made international travel easier. I personally don't care for the flu shot. Yeah, uh, I usually typically don't get it. Like, whatever, man. You know, like, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm young. I can, I can knock this stuff out. You know, yes, do you get it? Yes. Does it suck? Yes. Do you need it when you're old? Absolutely. At my age, 42, I'm young. I'm healthy. Knock on wood. Fucking, I don't need it. I'm good. I don't like it. Danielle, I've learned not to ask and not to give my opinion on the matter. It's a hot button topic. Yeah, that's why I was like, listen, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Which, yeah, even when you are a parent, you know, I get it. It, Your best interest is for your kids. But sometimes you do have to kind of go down the route of, you know, public interest and just go, this is also a person who's out in the wild making their own decisions as an adult. You will have to figure it out for yourself. Because I have a feeling that if I were to say, hey, did you get the flu vaccine? Yeah, I got it. Oh, good. Good. Because, you know, that flu is nothing to mess around with. Uh-huh. Uh did, Hey, did you get the flu vaccine? No, I don't plan on getting it. Why not? Why aren't you getting it? And then you have a little bit of, hey, listen, you got to make these decisions on your own. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna have blood on my hands. Great, awesome. You don't have to. You don't have to. We're good. We're totally good. So, anyways, Sarah, I always uh, reply with a "not sure" or "I don't know." Nobody's business but my own. But when it comes to some people, I just lie and say yes. That is, yeah. Did you get it? I absolutely did. Moving on, enjoying the rest of my day. <laughs> I had an ex-girlfriend one time that got angry. Because I was with the I was with the fellas one night, and I listen. I don't condone lying, but I was out with the guys one night, and she had like texted me, and she's like, "What time are you coming home?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know, like uh, I don't know, like an hour or so, something like that." She's like, "Oh, so uh, so where are you?" And I'm like, mm, "I'm out, you know, with Tim and uh, the other Tim and Justin and and Chris." And there's one dude in the group. She did not care for, was not a fan of. And I'm like, I'm just going to fucking leave that guy's name off because it's not worth the argument. It's not worth the argument. It's not. Well, of course, that person then later that night posts a picture of all of us on Instagram. 
and she sees it. And then it's like, so you told me everybody except for so-and-so. And I'm like, yep. She's like, why? Why would you lie to me? I can't trust you. I was like, well, I can't trust you to not freak the fuck out that I'm hanging out with somebody. That's what I can't trust. Maybe start looking a little inward. You know what he was? He was a big liar. Yeah, because you're a big twat to be around at home. That's why he lies. I can't believe my wife went around on my back and spent all that money on Christmas. She said she was only going to spend $1,200. She ended up spending $3,000. Yeah, because you're freaking the fuck out. That's why. Because you're a dick about things. She makes more than you. Shut the fuck up. How about you chill the fuck out and she shouldn't have to worry about how much she spends on Christmas? And how about you chill out and he shouldn't have to worry about who he hangs out with and you two both live your lives separately yet together? How about that? Jesus Christ. God, I hate that. Can you believe this person did this to me? Yes, I can, because you are insufferable to be around. So yes, I can 1,000% understand why it is that they would lie to you, because you are awful. (laughs) Clip that. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You guys are great. I appreciate it. We'll see you in Norfolk, Nebraska. Uh, We will have shows uh, tomorrow for sure, and then Thursday we might be cutting it close. If anything, we'll do a quick one on Thursday, and then um, probably do one from the road, like a small little long walk to Cleveland from the road on Friday. We'll have to do it remote but I will, uh, I'll keep you guys posted as to uh, what's going down. But thank you guys so much. Always appreciate it. Have yourselves a great Tuesday. And thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.